Because you probably liked it because of the same reasons I didn't. Possible. We'll find but it, you're not in opposition. Okay. We're both probably going to point. Alright. Yeah, I said that. Welcome to Al Dente Rigamortis. I'm Review Cultist. I'm Dr. Leviathan. And I'm Mikey. The E stands for evil. And we're here to discuss those internet stories most creepy and most pasta. Tonight we have Bedtime 3, My Fears Realized. <laughs> uh, so the, for those of you just tuning in, Creeppastas are short internet stories that get copied and pasted across the internet. Go check them out on Google or Wikipedia, uh, or creepypasta.wiki or creepypasta.com. All those, there's a bunch of crazy sites out there for it. Um... And yeah, we're doing Bedtime 3, which, well, we liked the first one, initially. (laughs) Uh, Second one had some flaws, if I recall correctly. So in case people aren't understanding, we've done the first two, so if you haven't listened to those, Go check those out, yeah. Um, You can check this one out at creepasta.com. Or, is it .com or .wiki? I got .wiki. It's .wiki. You can check this one out at (laughs) creepasta.wiki. Um, and it is by Michael Whitehouse, the uh, same author as the original two. Uh, and it is a continuation of the Bedtime series. Because um, I found out today that it was not just three stories. It was actually like six, maybe five or six of them mm-hmm. <laughs> on the wiki. Oh, so we get to see if... Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we'll dive right into this one. So uh, it's been a few days since our narrator uh, posted the stories of Bedtime 1 and 2. For people to read, and unfortunately, the memories and fears dredged up from from this are beginning to affect him anew. Uh, nothing supernatural has manifested as yet, but anxiety and fear of not being alone have kind of started setting in. Um, he decides to go back to the, the house where it all started to face his childhood fears and move on with his life. So he finds the old house abandoned and actually in a rather hurry at that like it was abandoned like the TVs are still there there's couches and like sofas and stuff like that there's fucking coffee cups on a windowsill that are that's still like full also moldy <laughs> and there's a layer of dust everywhere <clears throat> uh, and navigates to the overgrown lawn or navigates across the no- the overgrown lawn to the back where the window to the narrow room is um, staring in he sees that it's has still been used. It's still being used as a kids' room, um, or like from the previous tenant. And looking to the wall where the creature, or the I do in quotes creature, because uh, he's still a skeptic at this point, um, or like really clinging on to the whole skepticism thing, um, uh, where it all like kind of start up, and that starts to build up some emotions and uneasiness in him. However, nothing truly manifests, and so he realizes that it's just an ordinary room, an ordinary house, and that it's all about childhood, uh, childhood imagination and fears. Uh, especially after repeating some enforcing mantras about science. <laughs> um, science. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> um, he then goes to a tree out back where he's... Uh, where he left something precious uh, from his from the hasty move they had. Uh, climbing the old sycamore uh, to where a hidey hole is. Uh, it's a sycamore tree. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, 
he hopes to find his old plastic toy soldier that he he would play with. Uh, at first, it feels like as though he's found it in the uh, the hollow, but when he brings it out, it turns out that the what he was grabbed was actually just the bony remains of a small animal. Uh, dismayed by this reality, he heads home. On the way, he gets a vivid and sudden urge to get home as fast as he can, uh, as though he's being chased by something. Uh, upon arrival home, it diminishes... And he takes a moment in his car, in his parked car, and that's when the thing grabs his shoulders from behind. Uh, cold fingers try to restrain him as he falls out of his car, and he sees an old twisting, uh, an old twisted grinning figure in the back of for only a moment before it, it's gone and there's nothing there. Um, after that, he drinks himself to sleep uh, that night, waking up to the very the first real evidence that he will acknowledge um, that there is something supernatural or something after him. Um, and it's not just his imagination. On his chest is the toy soldier from his past, but bitten in half. And that's where the story ends for that time being. So, <clears throat> um, there's a couple things I caught at the beginning of the story. Um, I actually I found out for the first time that, like, uh, like I, I actually had to look up to let... Uh, with like when there was like he was looking for he didn't see any like for sale signs or to let signs and I was like what the hell's to let sign and I found out that it's I actually looked it up and uh, okay so it's just another like for rent kind yeah. of mm-hmm. sign I just never knew, noticed it because I haven't had to rent out a house or I haven't had to go and look for a rented place for, for a while so well in, <laughs> in our area it's not the common tourist yeah um, <clears throat> the story over the other ones for me um, made me realize that this was actually taking place in the UK. <laughs> Because there's a lot more slant, uh, slant lingo uh, being thro- tossed around in this one than I think the other ones. Or at least that's... I just picked it up a lot more, or a lot more prevalently in this one. I'm not sure if the other ones actually used lingo that would have been more for UK or not. Um, it's just something I picked up when I was as I was reading the story. Um, there is one nitpick I have on this one, or at least like uh, in terms of like uh, wording. So... <clears throat> I breathed a sigh of relief as it that all was well with world for that first time in many days. What? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, like it, 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 it's it's one of the it's one of the it's one of the ones I like that like really prominent ones that I caught that was just like I had to double back and then triple back and like, figure out what the hell it was talking about. So, yeah, um, I, I think it's like. I breathe a sigh of relief. I breathe a sigh of relief as if that was all, or uh, I don't know. I don't even know what that would be. As if all was well in the world. Well, it was well in the world. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I really enjoyed the bait and switch part uh, when he was searching through the hollow of the tree, like kind of just like having that like kind of reminiscing on like the getting that toy and like really wind like hoping that toy still was there and then when he fi- he like realized like when he grasps something that feels like it and then he pulls it out and to his horror it's just a dead an- it's actually a dead animal um i don't know i like i got really kind of like like a chill down my spine for that um and that's the, the thing with for this for me anyway this story like really drew me uh, had a way of drawing me in with its kind of like like the description it was going with, like the the this guy is it's it's a very brief set of sequences that the story like is illustrating, but it's like elaborates on each sequence, and then it kind of just zings you with a couple of like really good horror twists or like good bait and switch spot spots, um, like the hollow, and then like him just kind of like taking a, like a quick breather in his car, and then the hands kind of get get him. 
Um, and then even the zinger at the very end, where like it finds that the uh, toy soldier was uh, on his uh, was on his chest there and bitten in half. Um, I don't know why, but like it just fucking drew me in, like the story wise. And then like I actually got really excited when the horror like was revealed in the story. Um, for me, the pacing wasn't too bad. Like even like the car chase at uh, uh, like too quickly back to his house was like. I was reading that super fast <laughs> because uh, like as it like, as he was like trying to get home as fast as he could um there are some there are some issues with the story like um at, like from the beginning like it kind of just went off like there were like like I mentioned there was a couple of things um that I like had to double back on and like some of the reading wasn't the well, like was kind of just slowing me down a little bit but like by the end it kind of just suckered me in um the repeated science reasoning and trying to like cling to to rationality and stuff of that um, it kind of works, but I mean I just don't use science like don't use like don't use science as like your reason for doing all this stuff. Like it's a rationality. You're trying to rationalize the situation that you're dealing with um, and trying to use your trying to use that as a comfort. Um, yeah, that's well, that's that's pretty much my stuff for it. Um, <laughs> Yeah, it, it for me the start one started a little bit rough at the beginning, and then I don't know, it just fucking hooked me in. So let's see what you guys didn't like about it. Which I'm assuming there were some problems on your end. Um, well, now that I've given the good, the positive. Yeah. Uh, I knew it was going to be fairly verbose because uh, the first paragraph has a run-on sentence. Yeah, in it and just uh, the first paragraph is oh, okay. No, there's a period in that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A singular period. It's closer to the top than I would have expected. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I, I sort of looked and I was like, well, I know what I'm in for. <laughs> um, and then uh, also at the beginning, he's explaining the evidence. Uh, this morning, I was presented with verifiable physical evidence. Evidence of what I do not know, but it cannot be ignored. If you don't know what the evidence is of, okay. then how do you know it's evidence? Yeah. Also, like when he was like, it wasn't. It wasn't the, head, the, the 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 marks on my on my on my shoulders. It wasn't the the bro the window opened up when I uh, when I got up this morning. It's like I'm pretty sure those are those are still empirical evidence that something is going on. Yeah, like there are claw marks on the window. Yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. Like those are empirical. Those, that's claw not marks. Empirical that is that is evidence that you can check against. You know, uh, local animals species yep. to see if they match up, and they probably don't just based on the description of the thing that you know yeah. has been terrorizing him. Like. Because, you know, those claw marks are going to be more like a hand yeah, than, than a, a, claw. Like a paw or something like that, yeah. Exactly. So, you know, boom. That's evidence. That's evidence that you can check against other evidence to rule out other, um, whatchamacallit, uh, perpetrators. Yeah. There we go. But no, the, the thing that and really I mean, that proves that everything is supernatural. most of the time, the, the evidence <laughs> that can rule out other suspects is the best evidence because okay yeah you know basically he's trying to say that an, a monster exists yeah but and he's ignoring the, he's ignoring the evidence, the evidence well he's ignoring the evidence that discredits it being normal shit yeah like mm -hmm. 
it could have just been that you fucking did pull out your toy soldier and you fell asleep with it on your chest. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. The mind is a weak, weak thing. Mm-hmm. I'll need to go to bed drunk. Yeah. <laughs> Drink himself to sleep, so... If that toy soldier was anywhere, and maybe he put it away last when he was drunk, so he remembered where it was when he was like, drunk. Oh, that's and where then... he left it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like that's a, one of the explanations right there. Um, maybe he bit it in half <laughs> in his drunken stupor. <laughs> exactly. Hmm. <laughs> chocolate. Ah. <laughs> this isn't chocolate at all. Uh, anyway, um, next part's a bit of an exaggeration. Uh, which is totally nitpick on my part. Uh, each morning I awoke my nerves on edge as if deprived of sleep for an age. Okay. If you're deprived of sleep for an age, you're dead. Okay, he's exaggerating. <laughs> exactly. Oh, fuck's sake. It's a nitpick. <laughs> yeah, it I is a nitpick. <laughs> that's, that, that's, a, that's a nitpick. That's the nittiest pick I've ever heard. <laughs> wow. Uh, all right. Uh, and then there's the whole, he studied psychology for years in university, but doesn't seem to understand one of the key concepts, which is you can't psychoanalyze yourself. Yeah. Because you can't instinctively find what's wrong with yourself because everything's fine. <laughs> yeah, because your body's constantly trying to tell you that. <laughs> what yeah. your mind is. Yeah, exactly. So... Your mind is trying to rationalize. <laughs> kind of like what he's been doing the entire fucking series. <laughs> yeah, so... Um, now, this could theoretically be solved by, say, talking more about his girlfriend that's mentioned once. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and saying that he met her in the psychology class and has been doing psychoanalyzations on each other type thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because the reason people take psychology classes is because they're fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> Or at least, it's a common reason. <laughs> they, well, the common reason they think there's something wrong with them. So, like, oh, that explains it. Uh, and then uh, we run into the problem that he's essentially jumping off a plane. Because, well, he's going to the house to face his fear. Yeah. Alone. Yeah. Uh, for battling a fear of heights, <clears throat> jumping from a plane is the worst thing you can possibly do. And it won't cure your fear of heights. True. <laughs> so psychology has a systematic... Uh, you, you build up to things. You build yes. up to When things. you're dealing with fears. Now, he's also looking for a quick fix. And he is not a trained professional. He's yeah. taken a class. Years of classes. Yeah, well... <laughs> he's... Also, he does state his, the folly of going to this place immediately. Like, that he did, he, he knows that he, like going there is probably like foolhardy, but... Yeah, he, he's trying to quickly solve his problem. Yeah, as opposed mm-hmm. to, and in this situation, there is no real way to slowly build up either. Yeah, I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying he, he didn't really. Have it. Uh, do 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 do. So, um, now also, um, this goes to the the building. Yeah, it explains that the front windows he can't see through. Mm-hmm. And then he goes to the side of the house and suddenly can see inside. If it's an abandoned house, most of the windows are going to pretty well be the exact same. Eh? <laughs> like, it's not boarded up or anything like that because, again, the last ten yeah, is left in a but hurry. Also, but also, does it say that he went up to the windows in the front? Or that he was looking across them? Um, 
Well, it just says that the windows were too, too dirty to see through. Yes, but they could have been too dirty to see through from a distance, and then when he was going to the house, it was sort of a side one. Yeah. I'm nitpicking your nitpick. <laughs> uh, all right. <clears throat> now, another explanation for the, the toy soldier on his chest is continuing with the idea that he has a girlfriend. He confided in the girlfriend, and obviously he told her where he was going to be, and she's just messing with him. And she found the, the <laughs> toy first? And she, well, it could have been months in the making, and she found what was going to surprise him, and then decided, well, this would be hilarious. And <laughs> I agree that that probably would have helped, especially like just to kind of elaborate more on the girlfriend that is barely... is just mentioned. Off men- is off-mentioned <laughs> that he's going to go see her after all this. Uh, I, I, but, like, it's a bit of a stretch still. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're rewriting the whole story. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> uh, and the old man at the end. It, yeah. It's really quick. All he does is touch a shoulder. And I'm thinking, hey, he's, he's just thanking him for the lift. Fuck. <laughs> 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 like, for all we know, he could have been a paranormal entity that was battling whatever is in the house. He's done his job, but he has no way to get anywhere. The protagonist comes along, hitches a ride. Hey! <laughs> Alright, again, we're re- re- yeah, yeah. story for that. <laughs> Don't get me wrong, I want to read that story. <laughs> but. <laughs> yeah. So that's pretty much all I've got. That's your nitpick. Uh, that's the nitpick nook. <laughs> Alright, well, I've got a nitpick because this one fucking bothered um, it's one of his mantras. Yeah. Science does not owe its debts to imagination. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't care if this is a phrase that is commonly used by men of science, but well, it's wrong. Yeah. It is so wrong. Yeah. Yep. Because if man had not dared to fly... Yeah. Yeah, had not looked like, up in the uh, sky and in wonderment... It saw a bird flying and said, That would be I, fucking I could, amazing. I'd love to do that. Yeah. I'm gonna figure out how. We wouldn't have yeah. the society we have. Like, yeah. if the Wright brothers had not had the imagination to build, someone, to design and build their fucking airplane, we would not have flight. At if least. someone hadn't decided that or thought that, you know, I'd really like to talk to my great aunt Mabel, but she's four towns over. And oh, that, that's just that's just too much to drive every day. <laughs> like, it's just yeah, it's. It's wrong. Yeah, it, is it, wrong. it really is. Disgustingly wrong. Like I understand where he's coming, like what he what he's trying to say, but he's saying it wrong. Yeah, in the story, yeah. like yeah. in the mantra, like the mantra is not, like yeah, it's not imagination that's like hinder that's that's a hindrance to science. It's, it's believing jumping in, to conclusions. Exactly. Yeah. And yes, in science, you cannot jump to conclusions. You have to look at the evidence. You have to, you know, and you have to look at only the evidence, and you have to reach conclusions from that. That's true, but science is more than just like yeah, yeah. Like the imagination yeah. is the jumping block to it's what a lot of people like start science. like getting into science. Yeah, because like, imagination see... is the first step of science. Yeah, yeah. because I mean, <laughs> someone had to imagine the atom before exactly. we yeah. discovered its existence. Yeah, someone had to 
imagine what gravity was. Yeah, like when when the apple hit Newton, it was like he had to imagine why that happened. Like yeah. you have to like that imagination is not just like fairy tales and dragons and shit. It is human like creativity and like wonderment, like trying to figure out things. Exactly. It works yeah, it, yeah, it's yeah, exactly. It's <laughs> just it's it's a weird it's a dumb mantra. <laughs> like, well, yeah. Yeah. And I actually did look up that quote. And essentially the person that said it was doing it just to spur up controversy and stuff like that. So to piss off people (laughs) was essentially the key of that quote. (laughs) It succeeded. (laughs) Yeah, but then he used it in this story. And in uh, the incorrect way, because he's using it to try and help himself rationalize this whole mess. Yeah. Um, other than that, okay, there are, um, that, that part that, where you were like, man, this is just a jumble of wrong words. There's a few points like that. Yeah. I'm not going to go into more examples because I think yours was the biggest. It's the one I noticed the most. Like, I'm sure, I, I yeah. remember that, like, reading through it, like, there were parts that were, like, slow for me and parts that because I was, like... Because you're trying to figure out what he's trying to say because he didn't say yeah. the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. But that one definitely stood there, out the most. <laughs> there's a few like that, um, and that that was annoying. Um but my main problem with this story is its continuity. It it has continuity. You know, he goes back to the same house, same window, blah blah blah. But he set up a set of rules for the most part in the mm. previous ones that aren't followed this time. Mm. Because in the first two bedtime stories, we basically have a child who, it seems more or less like he's a medium, where these, you know, he moves into a haunted house, and he's the catalyst for them becoming more active. Yeah. Because, you know, we don't hear any other accounts preceding his living in the house, and the entity from the first house doesn't follow him to the second house. No. It's a new entity. So... If it could have followed, why didn't it follow him then? So, based on my scientific evidence, it can't follow him. So there you go, when he comes back, or when he goes back to the house and... It couldn't even follow him to a different room. Yeah, that's true, yeah. Because he switched rooms with his parents, and his parents got freaked out, and then they moved. Yep. So it couldn't even follow him within the house, but now it can jump in his car? Yeah, hop in his car and... Or his car is haunted. Yeah, but that should have happened a little bit more earlier in this. Yeah. <laughs> like, unless this is some for some bizarre meta meta catalyst, like getting like yeah, no. <laughs> that the the car if the car was haunted, it should have it should have been addressed earlier. Than... But he's changing the rules yeah. because he wants to keep writing a story and he wants to have continuity, but he's changing the rules for no reason. <laughs> and this is something that happens in a lot of ongoing franchises, be it a creepypasta, be a fucking TV show. Yeah. You're just, you're, you're changing the rules with no explanation. Just Because you going. can't fit an explanation into the narrative. Don't get me wrong, yeah. I know why there's no explanation. But that means you shouldn't change the rules then. Yeah, yeah I mean, like, another, like, a, a, a fix for this story for that would be that this is a new character who's read the other bedtime stories... And is no, I fucking like, hate those. Those like are that? goddamn awful no? continuations. Okay. Because it feels, yeah, either it's written by someone who didn't write the first ones, who doesn't know what was going on in that guy's head, mm. or it's a new character who's just like the last one. <laughs> All right, fair enough. Yeah, like because if this writer had have created a new character 
to carry on the events. Yeah. Oh, I don't mean like he would have been a man of science and yeah. <laughs> I mean, okay, don't get me wrong. Like, I mean, I didn't mean like him, like a new character that goes to the same house as the last game story. I mean, like that reading the bedtime stories like made them think of their of like their own instances, and so they go to investigate yes, their but old. What I'm saying, yeah. is that that's still it, not good. It <laughs> either would have been written by someone different and would have been just completely different, yeah. or it would have been written by the same guy and been the exact same as what we got. And, you know, you know what I mean? Like, just, in a perfect world, your idea would work. Creepypastas are not a perfect world. <laughs> this we know. <laughs> Again, from scientific facts. Yeah. <laughs> um, and also, just, the M.O. of the creature has changed now yeah. as well. Not just in the fact that it can travel. It grasps him in the car in while he's awake. in the evening while, yeah. while he's awake. Like, this is a bedtime haunter. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't grasp you in the middle it's of just the like, day. You're taking a break. This counts. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like he's taking a breather. It's like <sighs> you're asleep. <laughs> and it like again, it was confined to the room, so he stashed the toy soldier in the tree. Now, possibly he didn't, but he's he's pretty sure he did. Yeah, it could have been him. But so, how did the monster get it to bring it? Apparently, it, it can now go to out eat to it the yard. in half. To yeah. bite it in half. Like, again, the rules are changing. There's no explanation. And, like, this thing doesn't leave you presence. Yeah, it no. cuddles you and tries to choke you. Yeah. Like... Or smother you. <laughs> you know, it, it, it sleeps in the bottom bunk. Like, there's just... There's no reason for him, like, because of the behavior of this paranormal creature, there is no reason for him to have revisited the old house, mm -hmm. because that implies it's the same paranormal creature. What would have been completely acceptable would have been, this is just something completely different. Because we've already established that he is a catalyst for hauntings. He, you know, moves into a locale and wakes shit up. Yeah. Or at least that's the impression I got from the first two stories with two different houses and two different hauntings. Yeah. Whereas, you know, because he goes back to the old house... It, it, apparently, like... And because of his unease once he leaves, we're assuming that the creature is in the back seat the whole time. Yeah. Or, you know, in the boot or yeah. whatever. It's just... Uh, yeah, it would have actually then. Yeah, it would have been stronger if it had not been the old. By house, trying to have continuity, old house. He has he ruins his continuity. Yeah, and that's really my biggest issue with the story. I, I didn't necessarily hate the narrative that was presented, but I really hate it as a bedtime three. Alright. There was no bedtime in bedtime three. <laughs> yeah, I mean like again, like another like another thing for like have the nothing creature really happens while he's ex asleep except Which is for... hilarious because yeah, like you think like I, I guess as much as I enjoyed like him taking that breather and then suddenly the the hands like thing like again that really excited me when I when I read that. But like thinking about now, it probably tied in better to bedtime, it would have been made more sense if he had gone to bed that night and then something happened while he was asleep. Yes. But <clears throat> He wanted I mean, to get that. Like, as it is, it's kind of as it, it's kind of like if the Halloween franchise had done a Christmas special. <laughs> you know, it's just weird. <laughs> yeah, don't get me wrong. I kind of want to watch that, but that's just because I'm me <laughs> and want to watch that shit. Yeah. And you want to watch it not because you think it'll be great. No, <laughs> just to see what happens. <laughs> Some people just want to watch the world burn. <laughs> but yeah, I don't think I really have any other right with this story um it just yeah it, it 
by carrying on the bedtime franchise well, it's been ended in. I'm really looking forward to the next three. <laughs> yeah. It might be only two. I think it was like I think it was like a regardless. Five, but yeah. <laughs> it it's it, the magic's lost yeah, and not, it yeah. keeps going. Yeah. Um, now, don't get me wrong, there could be redemption as further storm. That's, mm-hmm. I'm willing to give him a shot, but, yeah, yeah this one just... <laughs> you just didn't care for, and didn't like the continuity on it. Yeah, exactly. Like, and I mean, you know, maybe I'm nitpicking because I'm saying that, you know, there are rules, and now they're, they've all been thrown out the window, you know, and I'm not just enjoying the story for what it is. I'm, I'm willing to accept that criticism on my criticism, but... For me, my point is valid. Fair enough. Yeah, no, I, that, so I guess we'll just dive right in. No, we'll just go into the recommendations then. Um, probably going to disappoint you. Because, um, uh, yeah, no, I would actually recommend this one because I personally did enjoy reading it. It doesn't disappoint. And, welcome know. to your own opinion. Um, and I, um, yeah, no, I liked the, the scare. The, they're not really scares. They're just like horror moments. Like... They're supposed to be scary, but They're like, and j- I got, I got, scares. I got, yeah, they are. But I enjoyed them when I read them, um, and so like, just this him investigating the house and stuff of that, I enjoyed, and it hooked me in as a uh, as a reader. So, yeah, I will recommend it for what I liked about the story. Um, there are flaws of it, of course, um, that we just all mentioned, but it didn't ruin it for me. So, yeah, check this one out for me from from the cultist anyway. Mikey, he stands for evil. Uh, well, it was an interesting read. We know that the author is verbose and really likes to have words, and as we know, misses a couple words here and there. Um, The main issue that I had is that it wasn't all that creepy, when you think about it. Like, you you get the unease and the dread, but nothing's happening when that's happening. Fair. I mean, yeah, I understand, like, yeah, like, nothing really did happen in this story until, like, the very end. Yeah, like, you gotta give us a reason for unease. You can't just be like, unease! Yeah. Like, I'm creepy! Is it working? No? No. Exactly. Alright, well... (laughs) Um, I mean, that's, yeah, whatever, it's your opinion. (laughs) Yeah, so, um, so for me, it... The story went on, and I was waiting to get to the creepy part of it, and it just... Never came for you. Never really came for me. It's just an old man in the back seat. That's essentially See? a ghost to me. <laughs> Fair enough. I mean, again, like, it's it's a difference of opinion, because, like, that, that got me really excited. Like, that sent a chill down my spine. But, I don't know. It, it doesn't work for you. It doesn't work for you. <laughs> yeah, so I'm not recommending it. All right. Um, yeah, I'm gonna treat this one like Season Witch. Um, it, you know, it might be fun to read on its own, but as of this moment, I don't like it in the continuity of the other two. Bedtime series. That, that is one thing, actually, that is actually one flaw thing I did find, in, like, right at the beginning of this story, was that he was pointing us to the other stories. And, like, I get it, it's part of a serial, essentially. But, yeah, like, this story, I think, would have been a little bit stronger if it had been an independent story. But you kind of need the other story for some of the context, but... Yeah, but it just... Yeah, for me, because of all of the rule changing... Yeah. You, it yeah. just... It doesn't fit in the continuity, much like Season of the Witch, for most Halloween fans. Yeah. Now, some people can enjoy Season of the Witch, but... I still need to see that movie, because I want to, it's because... Not, it's not one of the... It's not Michael it's Myers. It's the one that <laughs> everyone who loves Michael Myers ignores. Hey, yeah. Well, I mean, that's kind of rightly so, because 
if you're a fan of Michael Myers and it's a Halloween movie without Michael Myers, then yeah, you don't want to watch people, that. <laughs> people think it's horror because it has Michael Myers. And that's not and the that's, case. That, well, it may, it may mean, be the It's not horrible because it has no Michael. It may be horrible. I also just haven't seen it, but yeah. So, yeah, for me, it's... If you liked the other bedtime stories, the way they were written, you might like this one, but personally, I just, I don't like it in continuity. Yeah, fair enough. So that, that, that is a sort of recommendation? Does that mean that the, the recommend, the, the positive recommendations outweigh the, no, it doesn't. No, because <laughs> no. I think we're honestly split down middle. Yeah. Yeah, yours is kind of a... M- mine's a half recommendation. Yeah. Right? yeah. All right. Because I have so many, you know, restrictions on the recommendation that, <laughs> yeah, I don't really recommend it. All right. Well... If you liked the episode, if you didn't, leave a comment in the comment section below wherever this gets posted, whether it be on Creepy... Yeah, whether it be on Creepy 6, what? <laughs> whether it be on QE6, Facebook, YouTube, Tumblr. Um, we're all on Twitter at East Ends for Evil, Dr. Leviathan, and Review Cultist. You can uh, leave us a ra- uh, rank us or leave us a review on iTunes. Every little bit helps. Uh, and you can check out the title cards for each episode at crazonstudios.tumblr.com. And you can send us an email at aldente rigamortis at gmail.com. That's A L D N T E R I G A M O R T I S at gmail.com, where you can also uh, send us suggestions for other creep bosses you'd like us to discuss on the show. Um, and if you'd like, you can uh, support the show by going to Patreon. Go to aldente rigamortis on the Patreon and select whatever tier of patronage you'd like to patronize us with. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Um, what? support. Support, yeah. There we go. There we are. <laughs> Until next time, I have been your host, Review Cultist. I'm still Dr. Leviathan. And I'm Mikey. The E stands for evil. And this has been Aldente Rigamortis. Sleep well. Just kidding, I like your nitpicks. Take some of the workload off me. (laughs) 